This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Family Secrets is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Danny Shapiro, and this is Family Secrets. The secrets that are kept from us, the secrets we keep from others, and the secrets we keep from ourselves. I've heard from so many about your own family secrets and realize that what we are creating for each other on this podcast is a community, a community for those who are looking for a safe and supportive space to unburden themselves. To that end, we've created a number for listeners to call in to record stories to share here in this space. This week, I'd like to share a few of those stories from our community. Thanks for listening. In May of 2019, I got my DNA results back from Ancestry.com, and I saw that I was 93% Irish. Well, I couldn't understand how that could be because my father was dark skin, dark hair, and had kind of a mysterious background, not deeply mysterious, but nobody knew really what his, his genetic background was. And he was the reason I wanted to get my DNA in the first place to find out where he actually came from. We thought maybe he was Jewish. We weren't sure. So when I saw his 93% Irish, I was completely shocked. And I looked at my husband and I said, what on earth? How can this be? And I looked back through some of my relatives that I had never heard of, of course, you know, the old story. And one of them had the same last name as my father's mentor in the 50s. I was 64 at the time. I'm the youngest of four. I contacted some of these people after the shock wore off and told them this. 
And I was told that there was a journal entry by the wife of my biological father that I found now that her biggest regret in her life was when she rented the upstairs or when she let her husband turn the upstairs into an apartment and rented it to that young woman, her husband, and three children. Well, I was number four. And so my father's mentor is my biological father. He was 50 to my mother's 30 at the time. And so he's long gone. My mother was 94 when she died in uh, 2018. So she was dead by the time I found out this information. My birth certificate father lived to 79, had no heart problems, had cancer, and lived a very good life. And I had a wonderful relationship with him and my mom. I don't think he ever knew. But um, my biological father dropped dead of a massive heart attack at the age of 61 when I was seven years old. And I did know him. We called him Papa. He came to the house and he hung around. He always brought me presents as a little kid. And we moved from that state to another state when I was five years old. And I never saw him again. And I just knew him as a family friend. Hi, Danny. I I first just wanted to thank you. I owe you a great debt of gratitude, not only for inheritance, but for this community that you've created through Family Secrets. It's occurred to me often over this past year that um, the only thing worse than having to go through something like this and being isolated and traumatized is doing it alone. So I just wanted to thank you for giving voice and space to all of us. I found out last June after 35 years that the father that raised me, my dad, whom I adore, was not my biological father through a 23andMe test. My sister had taken one a year prior to me, and when the results came back, it identified us as half-sisters. Similar to how you express in inheritance, I was very confident that there had been some sort of mistake, but of course there wasn't. I texted a screenshot of the ancestry that was broken down into European countries to my dad, and he responded by saying, whose DNA is that? Um, which sort of stemmed this crazy 24-hour period. I've always had a really strained, tenuous relationship with my mom, and despite not having contact with her at the time, I called her and asked flat out if there was a possibility that this could be true in her usual manner. She responded by asking, how dare I accuse her of such a thing, and how she could have possibly raised such an ungrateful child. As the months went on, I became more and more fixated on finding out who my biological father was, um, sort of getting to the bottom of it, despite my mom not sharing the information with me. So my husband was kind enough to offer to hire a private investigator to try and find out who that man was. I have three kids, and one day at the pediatrician's office filling out forms, I realized that all of their life and all of my life, I had been giving an inaccurate biological history for all of us. So 
that sort of stemmed my interest in finding out who the person was. One night when my husband and I went out for a date night, he pulled over the car in our neighborhood and told me that the private investigator had found my biological father. He started by telling me that the man was deceased, which devastated me. I was just totally distraught, knowing that I was never going to get to see his face. But then my husband asked if I remembered telling him about the lake I used to go to as a young child. And I instantly knew the name that was about to come out of my husband's mouth before he said it. It turned out that it was the name I sought, and my biological father was what my mom always told us was a family friend. I spent time with him until I was about seven years old and we moved to a different state. So the memories I have of him are very murky, which saddens me because I knew him, but I can't pull up the memories that I have of him. I do remember the way that he smelled, and I also remember as a child loving him. So I I do find some comfort in that. About a month or two ago, my sister gave me a huge box that she had taken from my mom's garage. Going through it slowly and meticulously in my basement, I found a bunch of old slides. And as I held a couple strips up to the light coming through the window, I thought that it might be photographs of my biological father, at least what I thought I remembered him to look like. I know this is starting to sound crazy and like some sort of movie, but I live with the fact every day that this saga is actually my real life. I took the slides to a local photo store and because of the pandemic, they told me that it was going to be a while. They were very backed up. So for about a month, I opened my email every morning anxious about what I might find until one afternoon I opened up my email and the photos were there and I found myself looking into the eyes of my biological father. So in the same slide that I had digitized and found the pictures of my biological father, there was a photograph of my five-year-old, six-year-old self sitting on the lap of a teenage girl and standing next to us was another teenage girl whose profile I recognized instantly because it looked so much like my own. Since then, I've found the contact information for one of my half-sisters. It turns out I have three other half-siblings other than the two that I've grown up with. I've written her an email over and over and over again, and I'm sitting on it mostly, I think, out of fear, because I feel like 16 and 17 and 18, when I look back into those photos, I just feel like teenagers have an awareness about their parents' behavior that a toddler or an elementary school child wouldn't have, and I'm nervous and afraid about what I might find out when I contact them. Um, 14 months into this, I'm keenly aware that I just have only begun this journey. It breaks my heart every day when I look at my kids and I know that my dad is not biologically carried 
in them, but I am hopeful that some good will come out of this. And I just thank you again for giving me a community and a place to voice my story. If you'd like to share your story, call 1-888-SECRET-ZERO and record your story. We won't be able to run all the stories, but we do want to shine a light on as many as we can. The number, again, is 1-888-SECRET and then the numeral zero. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.